0: What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlet Podcast, coming to you all with a brand new episode of the Mastering Singlet Podcast. And I'm so excited. You can hear it in the sound of my voice. Today is Q&A Friday, y'all. It's Q&A Friday. So, guys, we haven't done a Q&A in a while. And the reason being is because we finished two series, I could say, back-to-back, Um, We finished the Worth the Weight series and as well as the Detox to Reset series. So we haven't had it in a while. And so I'm just looking forward to answering your questions tonight. And I just want to remind you all that whenever I'm not having a series on the podcast, do know that every third Friday of the month is Q&A Friday. I really enjoy Q&A segments, y'all, on this podcast, and I'm excited to answer your questions tonight. Don't worry, your name will remain anonymous. I, I get it, guys. Your name will remain anonymous. And also, I'm sure someone else perhaps wanted to ask your question anyways, and so um, they will benefit from hearing my response to your um, question. I know some people, they are shy to ask, and so... They indeed appreciate you having the courage to act on their behalf. Um, and so, yeah. So, before we go into the episode, I just wanted to make these quick announcements. Um, The first announcement is, guys, if you missed the last episode um, this past Friday titled Fake Love, I strongly recommend you to check it out. I've been receiving a lot of amazing, you know, positive feedback on it. And honestly, it was an interesting topic to discuss on the podcast. And it was an important one as well. So please, on your free time, go ahead and check it out. Next, I just want to remind you guys that next month, November 16th, We will be hosting our second Mastering Single Life session. The first session, y'all, back in August was amazing. And I'm believing for God to do even greater things in our midst at the second session, which is also the last session we will be having this year of 2019. We will be hosting the event at 129 North State Road 7, Plantation, Florida, 33317. And by any chance, if you need more information on that, please do reach me on social media at my Instagram account. It's underscore underscore JLP. And on Facebook, it is JLP Network, facebook.com forward slash JLP Network. All right. So what's up, y'all? I hope that you had an amazing week, and I hope that your Friday is, you know, still amazing. And um, I just want to dive right into these questions. And I have to say tonight's questions. You know, all of them are interesting. Like literally every last one of them are interesting. For tonight's episode, we will be answering 10 questions. And the first question of the night is, what's the difference between dating and being in a relationship? What's the difference between dating and being in a relationship? And that is a good question. All right, so let's break it down. Dating, what is dating? Dating is when we are collecting data. And so it's when each person is just learning information about one another. And if you all see that you're a perfect match, when I say perfect mean you have similar interests and likes and dislikes, then you see that, well, hey, maybe we could take it a step further and, you know, um, enter a relationship, right? enter a, a romantic relationship um, relationship now we would say relationship is a mutual partnership that you have with someone and you're letting the you're letting even the world know too that you're with this person that you guys are in you know a a, a intimate an, an intimate friendship I would say um, with one another so you ask, what's the difference between dating and being in a relationship? For me, um, personally, um, I'm not the one who likes, you know, to do the dating thing. When I say the dating thing, I mean to date like multiple people at once. And so sometimes I hear people say, you know, I'm dating this guy and it's like it's so weird because are you dating this guy what is this guy to you is he just like a guy or um are you guys you know are in a relationship you see what i did there you see so it's kind of confusing that time so for me i wouldn't use the word dating um all the time when i'm getting to know when i'm getting to know somebody um because when you do use that term dating, people will just assume that you are in a relationship with that person. And so, sometimes I feel like it's best to say, well, I'm, I'm really talking to this person. I'm getting to know this person. Just so that you are in a safe zone and um, no one gets, you know, um, any, you know, um, assumptions. All right. And so, yeah. So, I would say the big difference between the two, although for me, I don't really like, um, I don't really like separating them, excuse me, but the big difference I would say is that dating, you know, when you're dating is not official, you're just, you're just getting to know people, you're just getting to know maybe one person, Um, but relationship is when you make it official, and you're like saying, hey, we're together, Um, you can't take her, all right, (laughs) you can't take him, we're together, so it's like a intimate friendship that you have, um, with someone, I would say with the the opposite sex, of course, um, all right, hope I was able to answer your question, so the next question we have for tonight is, how long should you be in a relationship before you both get engaged, how long should you be in a relationship before you both get engaged, all right, This is an amazing question, and um, I believe I kind of, like, spoke upon this a little bit in a previous episode. And um, for me, I feel that, you know, you both, within your relationship, have to have that talk. Um, If you guys have been in a relationship for a while now, let's just say you guys have been dating two or more years, okay, for the sake of of this question, let me just say, you you both have been dating, right, for two years now, and you both do desire to have marriage. Now, if you guys have been dating for two years, I'm pretty sure that you guys know each other well by now. It's not like you're trying to still figure out, you know, his dislikes and likes. You you have a good depth, you know, into each other's personalities, his characters, you know, you guys have a good um, idea of, where you guys want to see yourselves in the future, the hopes that you guys have, the aspirations that you guys have, you know, the dreams the vision that you guys have. And so if you've been dating for two years, right, you've been dating with, you know, um, you've been in a relationship with the same person for two years. I think that is just important for you guys to just have that talk and then after you guys have that talk to be like, hey, you know, I know you, you know me. Um, There's nothing else for us to keep figuring out. I know that you love me and I love you and that, you know, we are compatible with one another. We complement each other very well. Um, We love each other. We respect each other. Um, and just go for it, you know. I don't think that you need to be dating someone for five plus years just to figure out that you know it's it's now time to um, marry that person. And so, um, I would say it would be wise um, to get engaged once both of you are on the same page concerning marriage and concerning each other. Have you, do you know this person like? If someone were to ask you about this person, would you be able to properly, you know, describe that individual to someone else, you know? Hope I was able to answer your question. Next question. When is the right time to start dating again after you broke up with someone? When is the right time to start dating again after you broke up with someone? To answer this question, I'ma say first, I believe one of the signs that shows you are able to now interact with others, you know, on the dating scene, would be after you know for sure you're healed. You're healed from that um, broken relationship. I have seen and observed people, you know, getting out of a relationship and right after going to another relationship. And to be honest, I don't like it at all. And it just really... Um, it just really, you know, breaks my heart to see people do that. I feel like You deserve to give yourself time to heal. And you deserve to give yourself time to not only heal, but study yourself. Like, who are you? Um, We talked about this in the first session. You know, I believe the first assignment that God gives each and every one of us is to discover who we are. So who are you? And most importantly, who are you in Christ Jesus? You know, what what are your giftings? You know, what is your purpose? What are your dislikes and, and likes? You know, sometimes people go into relationships They don't know who they are. And then when they end up in this relationship, they don't like the other person either because of the fact they didn't know who they are to begin with as well. And so um, I would encourage you, you know, to take time. You know, if if you're going through this, um, you who um, asked this question, take time to heal. Take time to know who you are in Christ. Take time to study yourself. Find out what your likes are, your dislikes are. And also take the time to to write a portfolio or like write a profile of what you are looking for in a potential mate and a potential um, spouse. All right. I hope I was able to answer your question. Thank you so much for submitting that one into the Mastering Single podcast. The next question we have here, question number. Let's see. Let's see. Question number four. All right. So the question goes like this. All right. If you are the girl, is it okay for you to let the guy you're in a relationship with know when it is... Excuse me. Know when you would love to settle down. All right. So if you're a a girl, is it okay for you to let the guy know that excuse me the guy that you're in a relationship with know when to settle down um i'm gonna go ahead and piggyback on one of the previous questions that i just answered so i believe you know if you're in a relationship so right now you're telling me on the bat you're not just dating this guy but it's official you guys are in a relationship and you have been in a relationship um for a while and it seems here like you do have the desire to be married, but it seems like the guy is not reciprocating that back to you, okay? I get that. From that being said, because you are in a relationship, you know, it is best for both of you all to be on the same page concerning when the time is right to settle down and concerning marriage. Do I think if you are the lady, you know, or if you are the girl, um... If it's appropriate for you to tell him when you desire to settle down, no. And I'll tell you why. I don't think you need to tell a man what time you should settle down with him. But I do think you need to tell him where he's at when it comes to the topic of marriage. That is completely fine. If you're in a relationship, marriage is supposed to come up. I'm not saying for you to tell the person, okay, by February 2020, I better see a ring on my finger. That's not what I'm saying. But I do see that you have the right, because you're in this relationship with that person, to say, you know, hey, you know, what is your mind on marriage? You know, what does marriage mean to you? You know, that is absolutely fine. And so go ahead, you know, just bring that up in in, in conversation and, you know, say, what is your mind um, concerning marriage, you know? um, what do you think about marriage? What are your beliefs and you know in marriage and so forth? Go ahead. That is not an issue. But I find it to be an issue if you're gonna be like, so um, we've been dating for how much how long now? Four months? Uh, I don't hear you saying you're going to um, K, K jewelry, right? Okay. I hope I was able to answer that question. <laughs> All right. Thank you, thank you um, for submitting your question in okay let's see here let's see here all right so our next question is is it a appro- is it appropriate to talk to multiple men who are interested in you um at the same time okay um i would strongly encourage you to listen back to one of our archive episodes titled that friend game thing i kind of touched on that a little bit um and to answer your questions i would say again it's all about your motives and their motives, right? I feel like sometimes, especially us millennials, you know, us young people, we kind of um, we kind of think too deep. <laughs> we kind of think too deep at times, especially when we're talking, you know, with the opposite sex. You know, it's not every guy who texts you is like literally saying hey i'm pursuing you you know a text doesn't necessarily mean that person's pursuing you that person maybe just is curious to know you more um as a friend or perhaps they're just interested in you know what you have going on when i say what you have going on perhaps they see what you're doing online right you're you know they they see your brand they see your business they see your talent they see your giftings and they're just reaching out and saying hey you know i see what you're doing is amazing um, keep up the good work, you know, et cetera, etc. Cetera. And so again, it's all about the motives. It's all about your heart. If your heart is pure, right? If they're talking to you in the way where it's only it's friendly it's in a friendly manner, um, the conversations they're having with you too is not anything that is unusual is pure. you know it, it, it's honest, it's straightforward. Um, as long as you don't see each and every one of them is asking for the same thing when I say asking you for the same thing for example if you're talking to four guys and all four guys are asking you on dates okay there's a problem now you cannot be talking to multiple people all at once if they're all showing you indeed they're you know they're, they're, they're interested in you in the context of you know, dating you, dating you and uh, being in a relationship with you, you have to cross the line down and say, hey, um, which one of those, those four guys that I can, you know, give a chance and get to know more on a deeper level. If you're talking to four people all at once, you won't really have the time to get to know that person in a deeper level. You're not going to Even know who's who, you know, you're going to really clog up your judgment and you're not going to be able to make the um, right choices when it comes to who you should be giving your heart to and who you should give that chance in pursuing you um and especially if you're a christian it's also not wise to be doing that because you know you don't want temptations to come in you don't want to have you know soul ties you know um you don't want counterfeit people to take advantage of you so you really need to be using your discernment Number one, to know who you should even waste your, you know, um, give your time to to even talk to you. You know, there's some talking that we should not even be doing with people. If you can't see yourself with this person down the line, sometimes it's not even necessary to be talking to them to begin with. All right, and so just get to the point, the main point with them. Ask them. You know, just be open and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm noticing you, you know, texting me and stuff like that. you know, what, what, what is your end goal? You know, what is the purpose? You know, you don't have to say those exact words, but um, yeah, just ask more questions to see where they're at and to see the purpose of them, you know, talking to you. Um, and so, yeah, hope I was able to answer your question. Thank you so much. Next question. All right, so our next question What's a way to counteract the feeling of loneliness? What's a way to counteract the feeling of loneliness? I really love this, um, this question a lot. Um, you know, there's a few things that I would say. Matter of fact, um, I believe even like two months ago, that just came to my mind. Um, and when it came to my mind, this is what I find out about it. For me personally, you know, if you know because, you know, I am too in the season of singlehood. So for me personally, when I do have those moments where, you know, it seems like the spirit of loneliness is trying to hover over me, it it gives me a like excuse me, it gives me a warning or it gives me the signal to say, "Hey, JLP, you need to you need to be praying more." Or you need to be in the world more. You need to be um, being productive and pursuing your purpose and pursuing your dreams. And so one of the ways to counteract the feeling of loneliness, I would say, is to really spend time more with God, the maker of your soul. One, another would be for sure to stay focused on your dreams and on your goals. Um, Take time to really... You know, see where you want to be in the future. Um, don't believe that where you are right now is where you're gonna always be. You know, your present is temporary. Um, God is going to want to bring you to a further um, destination, or He is wanting for you to reach a, a you know a new level, new heights. Um, and another thing I would say too you have community sometimes you just are not aware that you have community sometimes you know you have to go out there and um just see who you could be a blessing to just see who you can work with you know see who you can partner with to do you know great impacts you know in the community um and, and for the well-being of of those that are around you um that those that are in your um close circle you know just stay connected to people you know who are like-minded um concerning you know what you have a passion for and um have a heart to do and so those are some of the ways that I would say we can counteract the feeling of loneliness and also I know it's it's a hard topic at times to talk about but you have to realize too you know that you are worth worth so much more and that you know you need this time. You need this time to continue to just to be all about your business, you know, and to really just prepare for the greater that is to come in your life. Prepare for the greater that is to come in your life and honestly we're never alone you know we are never alone we have people who love us we have people who support us there are people guys who support you and love you that you have never even met in person just know that so you're never alone god is with you as well his spirit is always with us there to encourage us even in our loneliness And I, from experience, know that for sure, because sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed and I just pray to God and I just seek his presence and he is there and he always gives me an encouraging word. And so I really hope that um, I was able to answer your question in the best of my abilities. And again, thank you so much for submitting your question in tonight. Our next question here. So I've been dating this guy for four months now. He still hasn't asked me to be his girlfriend yet. Should I ask him why or just leave it alone? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So you've been dating this guy for four months. Right. We got that. And um, he still hasn't asked you to be his girlfriend yet. And you're asking, should I ask him why or just leave it alone? Okay. To answer your question, I'm going to break it down in two parts. Part number one. Part one. Don't ask him. Part two, show him what you're worth. I'ma repeat, part one, don't ask him. Part two, show him what you're worth. And so, if you've been dating someone for four months and they still did not ask you a girlfriend, then you need to show this person, hey, I'm not a no name okay I, I have a name I am I am a girlfriend you know I am I am beautiful I am smart I am you know I'm cr- I'm creative I am talented I am a girlfriend I am a wife you know and you show that through your actions you show that through your character you know you don't have to say certain words for people to see who you are you could just show them who you are because i don't want you to be asking to kind of like diminish your your value but i i want for the guy you know we need to understand that it is the man's role to really pursue us but we as women we are able to you know to show the man our worth And I have proof from the the word of God. You will hear other women will be like, you know, you don't have to do anything at all for the men to pursue you. But that is simply not true. You can't just be staying in your house and thinking that Boaz is going to show up. Because even in the word of God, y'all, we we see Rebecca came out. Rebecca came out to give those camels water and to give Abraham, (coughs) excuse me, and, and to give Abraham's servant, you know, water for himself as well, y'all. And we saw the same thing with Esther. Esther had to leave her town to go to the king's palace to be able to be pampered and see if she was fit to be queen um to the king, King Xerxes. We see this multiple times in the Bible. We see the same with Leah and, and, and Rachel uh, um, when it comes to, you know, how they were able to be found by um Jacob. Alright. And the list goes on. So we as women we don't have to say blatantly hey make me your girlfriend or hey make me your wife to a man but we do have the power to show the men our worth and show the men hey i am a wife i am you know smart educated funny i am the whole bag of chips and more all right y'all and so (laughs) I, i i'm so glad that you you know you asked this question I really love that question, and I hope that I was able to answer it the best of my abilities. And um, I pray um, that you, you are able to really show out that you know who you are, you know your worth, that you are no name, you're not unknown, that you have a name, and that you indeed have a title that is beautiful, all right? All right, let's see our next question, our next question... So we have two questions left, y'all, for this QA and we're gonna wrap it up. And um, our next two quest- questions are um the first one. I'm praying and believing God for my future husband, but it's hard to believe when you've been single for so long, what am I doing wrong? I'm praying and believing God for my future husband, but it's hard to believe when you're be- when you've been single for so long, what am I doing wrong? I'm gonna answer this one as well in two parts. One, you're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing absolutely anything wrong, especially if you're someone who's believing and praying God for your, your future husband, you're not doing anything wrong. Matter of fact, you're doing everything right. You're seeking the counsel of the Lord. You're seeking God's you know, way, God's will and when you're praying to God in the moments where you're praying and you don't see any any manifestation all you need to do is to be still and watch God move in your life number 2 i would say to keep on praying to keep on praying and to hold on to God's promises and belief indeed, he is who he said that he is. He says in his word that he is faithful. He says in his word that he is not a man to lie. And that his word, when he sends it out, that it will complete what he has commanded it to do. What he had declared for his word to do. And so we know from the word of God that even God himself says it is not good for man to be alone. So, God, too, desire us to have companionship. God, too, desire us to, you know, um, have that gift of marriage. And so, if you have the desire to be married, you have the desire to have a godly husband, continue to delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. I know it's easier said than done. I know sometimes, for sure, it could be discouraging, but don't give up on your faith in God to answer your prayer. And sometimes... It is right around the corner. And I'm not just saying this to be nice, but it's so true. So hang in there. Matter of fact, this year of 2019 may be your last year single. So continue to pray, continue to trust God. And this is what this podcast is all about. Mastering our trust in God. Believing that he will do all that he has promised that he would do. So I hope that I was able to answer your question. And thank you so much for submitting it. In our last question on tonight is the past two years i've gone through a lot of challenges i'm remaining hopeful for the best to come out of 2020 in my life i desire to grow my relationship with god before the new year what are the ways you grow your faith in god especially after having gone through a difficult Season, Thank you so much for this question. And I'm sorry that you've gone through all these challenges. But I do want to let you know that if you've gone through those challenges, this just means too that God has greater in store for you. And I'm so happy to hear that you desire to grow um, in your relationship with God um, before the new year, before the year 2020. That's awesome. One of the ways that I grow my relationship in God for sure is prayer and the reading of the word Prayer is so important because it really allows you to stay connected to God, to stay connected to God and to know God's will for your life. And to be able to really start learning the voice of God when he speaks and and, in what direction he's leading you to go. And I would say the Bible because the Bible always reminds you what that will of God is as well. (coughs) Excuse me, excuse me, y'all. still kind of have that cough y'all but bear with me and so yeah so the word of god keeps us grounded um it it keeps us to have self-control and it just really makes our heart y'all it makes our heart just so sensitive to god's spirit and it just makes us better individuals um it also lets you know who you are in the lord it lets you know um the difference between god's voice and the enemy's voice And it lets you know that your identity is in God, it's not in the world, it's not in any status, it's not in money, it's not in anything that is exterior or is found in this world, but your identity is in God alone. And so I would encourage you to continue to build up your prayer life. Find different ways for you to, you know, find time out of your day to pray Instead of, you know, sometimes hopping hopping on um, social media, use that time to pray or use that time to read a devotion or devotional or use that time to read your word. And also try to have a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. If you're not able to fast for um, a long period of time, for example, if you're not able to fast, like, you know, even um, for a full day, why not take, you know, um, Four hours, four hours, and dedicating those four hours of your day to worshiping the Lord and praying to him and reading his word and and declaring his word over your life and so forth. And by doing this on a constant basis and remaining consistent with that rhythm... Definitely, you're going to see that your faith in God expand and you're going to have a deeper, more intimate relationship with God. And I truly hope and wish you the best um, for the remainder of this year, 2019. And I'm praying and believing that God is going to do amazing things in your life next year in 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I lied. There's one more question left. I skipped it by mistake. I'm just scrolling down here to find that question. And here it is. And then we are close with this one, guys. What do you think about someone that wants to date you before being your friend? This is assuming that the individual is an associate or newly met individual. What do you do? Or excuse me. What do you think about someone that wants to date you before being your friend? This is assuming that the individual is an associate or newly met individual. I love this question. Um... And sometimes you see that happen all the time where people just, you know, they're, they just go into a relationship without really having a friendship um, as their foundation. And um, I don't really think that is always a smart route to go, um, to take, excuse me. <coughs> I think it's so important for you to build a friendship with someone that you want um, to be in a relationship with. But... Here comes the part, it gets interesting. I'm not saying though, that you shouldn't pursue a relationship with this person down the line. And I'm not saying too, that you need to be, you know, you need to be um, knowing this person as a friend for like, <laughs> for like even a year or two to finally say, okay, then we're ready for a intimate relationship with one another i feel like a friendship again is like dating you're collecting data you're getting to know this person this person is getting to know you you're getting to know their characteristics their traits right you're getting to know their likes dislikes their dreams aspirations their beliefs do they believe in the same things that you believe in do they believe in god or not you know where are they you know um in life you know, what have they experienced? What are their story? What What is their life story? And so by asking these questions, you already are building a friendship in, in some way, right? You're building a friendship. And the more that you um have these conversations with them, the more that you begin to say, hey, this person is cool. You know, um, this person is amazing. Um, this person is an awesome friend. And I do see that there's a potential... Um, for us to be more than friends. And so the time frame to having a friendship to jumping into a relationship, it doesn't necessarily need to be a very long, you know, a very long span of time. Um, you could be friends with this person and in, in a year and at the same time within that same year end up being in a relationship. So for the most part it's always about mindset. It's always about where are both individuals um, in life right now, you know, are you guys on the same page when it comes to career choices, when it comes to finance, when it comes to, again, beliefs, when it comes to, you know, purpose? If you guys are indeed on the same page, then I feel like the transition will be instant. The transition will happen just naturally and suddenly. And so don't fear it. Um, if you do see that this person is, you know, you know, a, a, a very nice person, when I say very nice person, I'm not just saying friendly, but you see that there are a lot of things that you guys have in common and you see that indeed this person is so different from other people. Perhaps you've talked to in the past, you've been in relationships with in the past and just pray about it first. Yes, indeed. Prayer is so important. Pray about it first ask you know wise counsel as well people that you can trust tell them about this individual and then you know just take a step of faith and be like you know okay let me give this a chance but of course that is after that you've prayed about it you've seek wise counsel and you've studied the data that you collected from that individual all right so i hope that i was able to answer your questions thank you so much everyone Um, for those of you guys who submitted your questions and I truly appreciate it because let me tell you, um, it is a blessing for me to be able to help you in any way to answer your questions. And I have to say, when you ask your questions, it also helps me to be encouraged as well. And so this is a community. The whole purpose of this podcast indeed is for us to master our trust in God. And so it is my greatest desire to, and my pleasure to be able to push you, to motivate you. In the season that you're in whether you're single or whether you are in a relationship to do it um, God's way and to note that God's way is indeed the best way and that you can definitely believe that all of God's promises for your life will come to come to pass just remain in faith and trust him no matter what again this was JLP thank you so much for tuning in and remember all things are possible with Christ Jesus until next time peace out take care